Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. On today's UFC Unfiltered, we have the legend, actor, godfather of gangster rap, producer, Ice Cube is in studio. Guess who's not in studio when Ice Cube's in studio? My co-host for this show. <laughs> ah, Phoenix Connavale is going to be my co-host, and she missed the opening, and she's devastated. Also, Alan Joban is going to be calling in. He's fighting Gunnar Nelson this weekend. We're going to talk about that phenomenal show. Give a listen. UFC and Digital Media present UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra, powered by Digital Media. Find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Okay, well, Jim Norton's not here. He's going to be away this week, and I and I do miss him. My co-host, Phoenix Carnavale, is devastated because she's in traffic. But let me tell you who is here. I want to welcome in studio one of the godfathers of gangster rap, actor, producer, the great, the legend. I'm hyping you up, really. Is this, yeah. is this too much or is this? No, nah, no, nah, I'll man. keep going. Hey, you know, keep it going. It sounds good. It's Ice Cube, the great Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah. What's happening, y'all? How you feeling? Hey, thanks for hanging out with us oh, on man. here on uh, UFC Unfiltered. Anytime. Are you a fight fan? Do you watch any uh, mixed martial arts? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you watch yeah. the UFC at all? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I usually. Usually catch the uh the big ones, you know, the yeah. the big uh pay per views. But but uh you know when I'm when I'm flipping, you know, sometimes I go and, and, and try to find like, you know, when they playing the replays of the fights. Yeah. And, it's on so much it, now compared it, to the back in the day. Yeah, you know? it's so good, you know, like no matter if you miss the fight, you can be yeah. like, Yo, this fight was from you know, 2014, <laughs> but it if you up. haven't seen it, it's it's brand new it's, to you. And it's, it's brand great. new. And you enjoy the uh, all the aspects of it? Because a lot of guys that are, I don't know if you used to watch boxing. Yeah, yeah. But I'll, a lot of guys grew up like in boxing. I know you're only a little bit older than mm. me. So, uh, you know, they're into the boxing and then they have a hard time. Yeah, hey, it goes to the floor. What are they doing? Do you enjoy all the aspects I of the I love it all. Yeah? I love it all. You know, I think, uh, you know, boxing has its place, but UFC is a totally different animal you yeah. know it has this place too and um you know thank god you know it reminds me of you know rap music in a way you know you yeah. had singers doing their thing for all this yeah. time and nothing like challenged it yeah. and then you had this rap music where you know a lot of the guys can't even i can't sing you yeah. know what i mean but i can rap so it gives uh, it gave a whole new um 
you know lane for for people to do their thing and it's combat sports guys yeah. that that's that's good at grappling guys that's good with their feet you know and, and yeah. their hands so why not invent something where they can shine and 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 uh prosper exactly speaking of rap when did when did straight out of compton come out i'm sure you probably 1989 1989 you yeah. you realize i must have been like 15 and it was like it was like I, I how could I put it? Maybe like the first time, maybe even when I was younger, the first time I watched a rated R movie. That's the feeling I got yeah. when I listened to this music when I was a kid from Strong Island, New York, and I'm like, "What the fuck is?" I couldn't believe it. I'm like, "I can't believe they're saying this." Yeah, and it was uh, it was just such an impact, man, on, on my life and on a lot of people's lives. No, seriously, this is uh, I, I grew up on this this man's music. What's amazing to me is when you went into acting. People could see you as uh, like the, the the when you were Doughboy and, yeah. and uh, Boys to the Hood. Yeah. That transition, they could say, well, you know, he grew up around that, and you know, maybe that's not the hardest of transitions. But what really got me, because I I'm a silly guy, when I seen Friday, yeah, I'm like, how what? How did you know that you were funny, and how did you know that you would be able to do comedy? And st- that, that's I heard comedy is like the hardest thing to do. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's pretty. Um you know, I, I, you got to get a rhythm. You know, once yeah. you get the rhythm, you're good. But if you never get the rhythm, it, you know, the scene just could be flat and terrible. So it's tricky, you know. But what it is is, you know, everybody I know is funny in some yeah. respect. So, you know, I wasn't I wasn't the class clown, but I always was best friends with the class clown. So, yeah. you know, I know, like, you know, what's funny and, and – and, you know, in the hood, you just gotta laugh or you'll cry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so you know, you 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 look for funny things. You yeah. you uh kind of search for those funny things in the day that's gonna keep you laughing and not you know have your mind on what's going on around you. So, you know, comedy has always been a part of my life, man. It's funny because I remember I heard a, an interview with you, and you're like, you know, everybody's always talking. You know, they always. I don't want to say glorify, but on the, on the big screen that you know from movies like Boys in the Hood and movies like that, but they don't talk about the good times that you had there, and that's yeah. what I seen when you you wrote. Did you write? You yeah, wrote, yeah, I wrote Friday with my man Friday. DJ Pooh. Oh my god! And I liked all I loved all the Fridays, but that first Friday, anytime yes. it's on TV, I'm watching that. Well, as long as my yeah. kids aren't around, I got three young kids. I <laughs> yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. But whenever they're not around, I, I I always watch that thing. By the way, you recently did not too long ago. Um, uh, the return of Triple uh, uh, X, the yes. return of, yes. yes. Our man, um, the, the, the middleweight champ, Michael Bisping, was in that. I don't yeah. know if you ever got to hang with him yeah. at all. Well, you know, we Unset. said, hey, you know, yeah. I, I was only on the movie like two or three days. Yeah. We had a chance to say, hey, it was pretty cool. When it comes between the act, with the acting, do you prefer that, the, the action stuff between the comedy, or is it just the totally two different things? And obviously... It's, you know, to, to do action, it's hard, man. You know, it's like... And I played football in high school, and yeah. when I when I did Triple X, the the second one, dude, it felt like coming home from football practice every day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you carrying guns, you fighting, yeah. you running, you jumping, you climbing. It's you, gotta be fun. You feel like just, a kid. Yeah, you do. You feel like a kid. You know, uh, but it's so serious. You know, you got all this money, and you have to get it right. So it's some pressure there, and uh, so you know, hats off to to you know. I look at like. Uh, 
Arnold Schwarzenegger, all the, all the, <laughs> yeah. and, and Bruce Willis, like yeah. all the, you know, I, I just salute those dudes. Well, you're still for being young. Do it. You're still young, but maybe you'll be in the Expendables uh, five or four or something, <laughs> <laughs> right? Those guys are still in that. Yeah, thing. yeah, they're still doing it. <laughs> Tell me about the your new show. It just premiered last week on VH1. Um, it's uh, Hip Hop Squares. Let me see yeah. if I got that right. Yeah, Hip Hop Squares. Hip Hop Squares. What's yeah. that about? Now? Oh man, you know it's that old show. Remember Hollywood Squares? Yeah, I do. Know, Phyllis Diller and, yeah, and yeah, Billy course. Crystal and all them people <laughs> in the 70s. Well, yeah. we just revamped it. You know, they tried to do it uh, a few years back at, at uh, MTV2, but it just wasn't the right time. But now we feel right here with this VH1, and it's just the right time. You know, they're on fire with all they. You know, love and hip hop, which yeah. it ain't no love or no hip hop on that show, but, <laughs> but they call it love and hip hop. But it's cool. We ride after that, and we just clowning, man. You know, yeah. It's now, a, you, it's a game of tic tac toe somewhere in there, yeah. but it's a party most of the time. Now, are you you're producing it? Are you yeah. are you on set at all? Are yeah, you yeah, on camera I'm, at all? Middle you? Square every now and then. Middle Square. So yeah. wait, so now there's a bunch of is it all is it all rappers? Or is well, it mostly... it's, it's it's really you know anybody from pop culture. So yeah. you might see anybody. You might get a former there. UFC champion. I'm not. Why pointing, not? I'm not pointing to myself. I didn't I'm, know if you knew I used to fight. I mean, why so, not? Why do I always got to bring it back to me, Chris, the producer? Well, I can tell you, you used to fight. Man. I can see them knuckles. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm retired now, but I'll tell you, I wouldn't mind being on the new Hip Hop Squares. Come on with it. Nine o'clock on Mondays Eastern Time. Am I right, Chris, the producer? One hundred percent correct. And I hate to call you out on this, and right in front of the legend Ice oh Cube, God. I'm pretty sure you got this wrong. Boys in the Hood. I don't. Spike. Did Spike Lee do that? No. No, it was John, John, Singleton. John Singleton, right? I'm going to point did, to my notes. Did you, why would you write Spike Lee? As you just Imagine, said. You're lucky I know my stuff. Imagine I'm on here and I embarrass myself and go, when you were in that Spike Lee classic, I, he might have walked out. I know. As you just said it, I was like, oh, yeah, John Singleton. I don't yeah, want to My apologies. It's a great movie, though. <laughs> Who's? I mean, John's a big fan of Spike, so yeah. it's all good. Where's John that. Singleton been? He did Shaft. I haven't seen it, right? Has he been around lately? Yeah, oh, Yeah, yeah. He's been, you know, he's been working, you know, uh, you know, he produced year, a few years ago, Hustle and Flow. You know, now, oh, that's right. Now yeah. he has this uh, this thing coming on A and E called Snow Snowfall. Yeah, and it's it's really about the eighties uh, L A culture, early eighties. You know, oh, yeah. You know, it's pimping and drugs and you know <laughs> gang banging and stuff like that. So it's it's real good. You know, series. When you get all these projects, they, I'm sure you get a lot thrown at you. How do you know? You don't know, but how do you do? You get like an um, an instinct on what's going to work as far as picking a movie role. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, it goes down to producing things too. But like you said, this thing. Well, we'll stick to the movies. How do you? When you're reading a script, do you? Is it just clear, say I know this is going to work, and or else? I mean, how do you know? You get an instinct. In a way, you know, you're reading it, and it's like, yo, is this something that I would go see? Yeah, you know, just just you know, as a fan, or yeah. is this something that I just want to do? You know, that's one thing. And then it's, it it depends on like the ingredients, like who's the director, what movie company is putting it out, what other actors is in the movie, because yeah. all these things you know go to making the movie good. You know, because you miss any of those like spots to put somebody great in, and and you know people don't go see the movie, so. It has to be the right package. And like you just said, with the Hip Hop Squares, a couple years ago they tried it, wasn't right. You looked at that and you and you weren't involved a couple of years ago with that. No. So you looked at that and said, maybe with my touch, maybe I could, this is something that could work. Right? I mean, yeah. what, what made you look at that? Well, that? you know, we had, you know, backing up a little bit, we, we did Barbershop 3 uh, oh, yeah. a year ago or so. And, uh, 
And doing that, we did a town hall meeting in Chicago with VH1. And they really liked how we produced the the town hall meeting. So they said, yo, we got this property, you know, called Hip Hop Squares. But we don't have no hip hop. Can you you be our hip hop? I mean, can you, you know, come in and revamp the show and, uh, you know, bring it up to date? And And that's what we did. I'm sure with your name even just involved... The rappers that maybe were on the fence of getting on that show, they'd be like, oh, shit, man, Ice Cube's doing that? All right. I mean, I don't know if you have yeah. to personally have to go into your uh, yeah. uh, your, your, your yeah. phone and go, look, I got to give Fat Joe a call. Of course. This <laughs> you know, you yeah. got you to gotta get your hustle on right? to get everybody down there. Uh, and it's a trip because, you know, we had to make phone calls this time, but... You know, after the premiere, I got people calling me saying, man, next time y'all shoot, yeah, got to get me on there. You got to get me on there. So it's snowballing into something. It sounds but. like a good time, man. And when people are having a good time on that show, they're gonna people are going to catch on to that and just... It's like a good vibe. You it's know a good I mean? vibe, man. You know, we got a we got a bar in the back, so yeah, they, they nice and lit before we start the show. That sounds like a party, Chris, the producer. I'm gonna you're gonna have to work your magic and somehow get me on that show. We're gonna figure. it Why out. Why am I asking? Yeah. I got the executive producer right. <laughs> yeah. Why am I? I don't know. No, no. Well, listen, I, I love rap, but you said it's not just for rappers; it's for pop culture. Also. Yeah, it, everybody, man. You'll see everybody on that show. Oh, that's phenomenal. And what else we got coming out with the movies? We got something else coming out I, in June. No, no, not the movies. We got the big three. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Three. Uh, go, can you tell us about that? The big three is professional three-on-three basketball played oh. by ex-NBA players. Uh, and it's a great time, man. We got eight teams. All four games. I mean, it's four games. Eight teams, yeah. four games. All four games are played in the same arena on the same day. So, you know... Tickets are like $27 and up. You can bring yeah. the whole fam down there. You see 48 of your favorite yeah. NBA players playing three-on-three three basketball. How do they get on each other's teams? Who picks that? Well, right now they, they, they're going to have a combine and yeah. a draft. You know, we got to see. Oh, okay, if, yeah. We got yeah. to see, see if dudes can still do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, don't, we don't want the name. We want the game. You yeah, know what okay. I mean? So don't come out here with no pot bellies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Come out here with your game right. Don't embarrass yourself. That's what, listen, that's what they say about aging fighters. There's guys, uh, Vito Belfort, I'm sure you heard about. He was just asking about doing a Legends League in the in the UFC. Guys like over 40. You, I always say you don't want to, oh, aging fighters to me is kind of like aging strippers. It's kind of funny, but you don't <laughs> yeah. want to see that shit. <laughs> but once I, you know, it's kind of, you can giggle about it with your friends, but be like, oh man, she might've been great back in the day. That's what they say about me if I put my fight trunks back on. <laughs> Oh man, listen! I don't. We don't want to keep you too long. I know you're you, you're super busy today. You're doing a lot of press, Omar. You're all yeah, over yeah, the place. Yeah, yeah. You know, just pumping it up. You know, uh, what's cool is our our first game is at Barclays Center. Ah. Uh, so you know, I've been pumping that up. The tickets gonna sell uh, March. I mean, yeah, the eighteenth yeah. in a few days. We got a pre sale on now. And what is it called again? It's I know it's, it's called the Big Three. The Big Three. Yes, and uh, everybody's. Uh, you know, excited about, you know, playing our first game right here yeah. in New York, the Mecca of basketball. Oh. So, you know, it's it's, it's going to be a great thing. You know, bring the family out. Tickets are on sale when? Tickets go on sale uh, March 18th from Ticketmaster. You can get it or you can go to the Barclays Center uh, box office. And it's just a great time, man. Dr. J is a coach. Yeah. The Iceman's coaching. You know, uh, we got Allen Iverson playing, Chauncey Billups, Jermaine O'Neal, Kenyon Martin, uh, Mike Bibby, Bonzi Wells, Corey Maggetti. 
You know, the name goes on and on, man. We got some great For players. fans of the sport, they're going to be besides themselves. Yeah. They're going to be, they're going to be, actually besides themselves, not the right word. And we got They're going to be upset. We got a four point right. shot. Besides themselves. No, besides themselves, absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to be uh, going through the roof. Go ahead. We got a four point shot. Yes. So that's great. Just to see guys. Chris, the producer, you're going to be at these games, aren't you? I, well, I wrote on the rundown. I was, you know, putting the information on it. Sounds like a great idea. What, what, how's the four point shot work? How's that different uh, than the three, three point? It's three circles. Yeah, that's thirty feet away, and uh, any of your foot touching a circle is money. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's cool. This sounds like a great. I mean, do you see this something going forward that you know, as players retire, they're gonna be like, hey, let's get involved in the big three, and it becomes an uh, you know a bigger deal. That's the dream. You know, right. the dream is like if this thing don't last a hundred years, I'm gonna be upset. Even though I won't right. be here a hundred years from now, but I'm gonna still be upset if it don't last because I think. You know, players still got game. They just can't go 82 games. Yeah. They can't play back-to-backs. They can't play the four games and in, 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 uh, three games and four nights. They can't do that. But they can't play half court. They can't play, uh, you know, once a week. And, yo, you know, seeing these guys battle, they, they hungry too. Were and they it, excited about it? Very excited. Yeah, and, to get off it, the bench. They were excited. Yes, please. They, you know, it's only so much golf you can yes. do. You know what I mean? It's, these dudes need excuses to leave the house. You know what I mean? So now they can come play, and it's great, man. It's grown man basketball. You know, hand checking and trash talking. That's great. I mean, listen, some sports you could do that in fighting, not so much. Right. You know? No, this is going to yeah. be great. I think. This VH1 Hip Hop Squares, it's on Monday nights, Eastern Time, on VH1. You got it, correct? 9 p.m., yep. And the big three, the uh, the tickets come uh, get on sale on March 18th, which is uh, next week, this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yep. this weekend. This weekend. June 25th is our first game and that's gonna the big be three. Here in New York? Right here in Brooklyn. Oh, my goodness. UFC Unfiltered people, you better be there, right? Absolutely. The Great Ice Cube, listen, man, thank you so much for hanging out with us. You I mean, know, this was a good time. I, I had a I had a really good time. I'm not going to be sitting by the phone waiting for me to be the center square or anything. But <laughs> hey, listen, you you, you know, some uh, somebody fed Joe, somebody cuts out on you. I'm on my phone call away. I appreciate you, man. Thanks so much we'll for stopping in. Yeah, yeah. Right, we'll be back. Late. You're listening to UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. So we're back. UFC Unfiltered, the great Ice Cube just left and guess who just came in my co-host jimmy's it's not jimmy it's not jimmy norton he's on uh i'm not gonna say vacay he's out promoting his great uh new special that just premiered on netflix and uh, you know the name of jimmy's special yeah it's mouthful of shame oh my goodness <laughs> i cannot wait to watch that sick sick show but uh so yeah so he's all out in uh la and all about promoting that thing but i have a good buddy of mine Phoenix Carnavale in nice. studio. Uh, Phoenix, say hello. Hi. And, and Phoenix, now let me let me let me just let's go over this really quick. You got stuck in traffic. When I knew, can I can I backtrack this a little bit? Yes. When I knew that we were going to have um, a legend, I'm going to say legend. The guy's legendary. He really is. Ice Cube in studio. I you know I said all right now I need a co-host let me see Ray Longo nah he's not gonna be good for this interview he he's not gonna know who the hell he is he'll be like oh what, does he know Milton Berle I'll be like Longo nah he's uh, <laughs> after his time Longo uh, but uh, he does that hip hop yeah Longo but uh, so I knew Longo wasn't right so I had him here the other day we had a good time me and Longo I don't know if you heard that show I did it was you pretty did? funny yeah, yeah well, I like Longo a lot Longo's a character but I needed somebody who was into hip hop. Who's in? Who loves acting, and who is just? Who I'm like? I need somebody to back me up because 
This is a big... Uh, listen, I don't get starstruck, and Chris, the producer, will even tell you, that's the close... He might not have picked up on it. Closest I ever got to getting starstruck. Only because I was 15 when... Uh, Today was a when, good day. Uh, the, what? Today was Today's a fantastic day. day. No, that his song. I know, I know it's a song. <laughs> but uh, I'm talking about when Straight Outta Compton came out, I was that teenager like, yo, what the hell is this? This is amazing. And then, you know, obviously movies like Boys in the Hood, Friday... The guy's the guy's just uh, you know he's he's just top notch man. I mean, sorry to rub this in. Yeah, you were rubbing it in like tie oil right now. <laughs> like, so Phoenix, seriously, she was beside herself. Because let me tell you, this there's some things that you know opportunities you got to seize, <laughs> and uh, sometimes you know you 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 get stuck in traffic when you're I supposed got to be stuck in, in traffic. supposed to be interviewing a, a rap icon i i got stuff in tra- but i think it was meant to be for you oh, I'm so because happy. i would have been too excited and i would have yeah. probably rapped all straight out of compton to him yeah that would have that would have lost him and some i would have told him that i was he was my spirit animal and it would have ruined it so now yeah. you got to have all the attention and got to talk to ice Cream. well I'm not saying it was a bromance, but I'm saying it was it was close to it. We got we hit it off, me and Ice Cube. <laughs> I believe it. You know he's got that new show coming out, VH1 Hip Hop Squares. It's almost like the old school, like uh, almost uh, the Hollywood old school Squares, show, Hollywood yeah. Squares, but with hip hop and pop culture people. So I kind of like chime in there that oh yeah, you know maybe you have former UFC champs on there. I don't even know you if you knew totally I totally be on it. I told him. How that. do you think you'd do on the trivia? I know you would kill it on movie trivia. I would just, you know what I would do? What? I would have a good time. You would. Like I'm doing on UFC <laughs> Unfiltered. And when I have a good time, most people have a good time. Right or wrong? Uh, you ever see uh-huh. Dana White looking for a fight? Yes, I do. I that's watch it all the time. That's a fun time. It's a fun, fun time. And this is a fun time. Harrys.com, <laughs> Phoenix. You yes. hear me? Tell what me, I'm saying tell that? Tell me more about I'm going to tell you plenty about Harrys.com. Oh, I love Harrys. I love Harry's because listen to me. I'm one of those guys. I don't go with the five o'clock shadow. I don't. I don't, I don't go for that. I, feel, I feel it could show a double chin. I keep my face smooth as a baby's ass. Touch my face. Don't touch my face. My wife will get jealous. <laughs> but let me tell you right now about Harry's.com. The, oh, what a what a shave! What a shave! It's very nice. Do I have to say it louder? Yeah, no. I'm not going to say it louder. Good. I'm going to blow your ears out. But let me tell you, I've tried all these high fancy smancy razors. I'll throw them on the floor and I'll step on them. I love Harry's.com. Let me tell you about Can I tell you about Harry's? You have a I, second? Yes, I'm, I'm here. I'm with Harry's you. was started by two guys, Jeff and Andy. They were fed up with being overcharged for razors. So they decided to start their own razor company. Do you believe this? this I a, do. This is a it's true story expensive. about Harry's. This is about how uh, Harry's got started. So they started this razor company to give guys everywhere what they deserve. A great shave at a fair price. That's not too much to ask. That's a good idea. They bought a factory with 100 years of blade-making experience so they could make their own high-quality razors, sell them online, and ship them directly to you, Phoenix, and to me, for half price, for half the price of the leading brand. I'll get them from my boyfriend. Oh, there you go. You should. It's a great gift. Yeah. Harry's.com. Did I say that? Yeah, Harry's.com. I'm going to say it a bunch more. Harry's razors include everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. Five German engineered blades, lubricating strip, flex hinge for a comfortable glide, trimmer blade for hard to reach places, weighted, and could you look at that grip? Do you see what it says about that grip? What is that word? Chime in, please. I think it's ergonomic. I was oh. going to say ergonomic, oh, ergonomic, but I didn't want to just blow people's minds. Okay. <laughs> Listen to me. All this for $2 a blade compared to the $4 a blade or more you'll pay. 
At the, at the drugstore. You don't want to do that. No. That's like half the price. Absolutely. It's a no-brainer. I'm with you. Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, they want you to try their most popular trial set for free. Comes with a razor handle of your choice, five-blade cartridge, and shaving gel. Free. Just a small fee for shipping. Very small. To redeem your free trial offer, go to harrys.com slash UFC right now. That's harrys.com slash UFC. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans proudly supports UFC Unfiltered. When it comes to the big decision of choosing a mortgage lender, it's important to work with someone you can trust who has your best interest in mind. And with Rocket Mortgage, you'll get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Don't waste time searching through stacks of paperwork. With Rocket Mortgage, you can securely share your financial info to get mortgage approval in minutes. You can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you get the mortgage solution that's right for you. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance your existing mortgage, you can lift the burden of getting a home loan with Rocket Mortgage. Skip the bank, skip the waiting, and go completely online at quickenloans.com slash unfiltered. That's Q-U-I-C-K-E-N loans.com slash unfiltered. An equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org number 3030. Phoenix, we have so much to talk about. Don't worry, but listen, that ship has sailed with uh, the great ice cube. Don't let that haunt you. (laughs) Don't let that that haunt you. Because listen, I mean, uh, that chance I'm sure is going to possibly come up again. It will. uh, I'm an actor. Who knows? Maybe I'll be in the next Friday or the last Friday. You know what's funny? Right? Listen to me, Ice. I can act. You know what's funny about her acting? (laughs) Let me tell you. Nothing's funny about her acting, but you know, recently, uh, I don't know if you know this, Phoenix, but I took my wife to uh, the Ohika Castle. Okay. And uh, Ohika Castle over in in Long Island uh, for a night at the castle. It was a Valentine's Day gift. So... So we're sitting there, and she's in, you know, um, you know, getting ready for we're getting ready for nighttime, you know, some 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 alone time, and all of a sudden I'm watching the TV, and who pops on on a commercial? My buddy Phoenix Carnavale. <laughs> Which commercial was it? Oh, well, that's what's even better. I'm like, oh, look at Phoenix. Oh, she has a. Oh, I didn't know she has a tattoo. I guess she had a fake tattoo. Uh, and she, it's fake. Yeah, and she totally looked fake. the part of a female fighter. Were you wearing gloves in it? Uh, yeah, like hand wraps, yeah. Or hand wraps. So then she's looking, and then she has a mean face on, Krista Padusa. And then you see a little bunny come up, and she picks up the bunny, and also you see the softer side of Phoenix. It was a good acting. And then I then I then and then I see the commercial, what it's for. I'm like, oh, what is this? Uh, what is this? Is she gonna be is she uh, gonna be on a new um reality show with fighting? Or I didn't know what it was. <laughs> and then it I it then it came to me because it was a it was for a stool softener. Yeah. <laughs> Krista Padusa. Yeah. No, we, Phoenix. Could you? Does because, the words? Okay, yes. Does the words "no shame" mean anything to you? If you saw how much they paid me for that shit, uh, let me ask you something. I was what's, just what's, like, what's yes, next? I'm what's, constipated. What's for that next commercial. for the? Uh, what's next for your acting career? Herpes cream? Yeah, if sure. If if they pay me as much, I, I got so an itch. Fun. That is so great. No, Phoenix, this is great though. Listen, first of all, you were great in the commercial. Thank you. Friends got to be able to bust chops. Absolutely, I knew I was going to get my chops busted, but my rent's paid for like a bit. Listen, stool soft enough. Listen, <laughs> hey, listen. What I, I, I listen. I should have that commercial. 
How many times I do people know I go to the bathroom? I'm very clean though. Yeah, yeah. I'm That's sure. why it's, it's, see, I you're, took and in you're there. regular because it's before the show. Well, and I gave you week. and I gave you as a friend. What I say to you? You said to go to the bathroom like a first. like a parent before you go into the car. What I tell you? You told me you should go pee because you told me at first. Oh, you're like, no, I'm all right. What I say to you? And you were like, no, you should go right now. And I was like, now I know that you have children because you just demanded yeah. that I go to the well, bathroom. Well, I mean, it's, listen, start God the forbid. Show. And how about this? The second I get out of there, there was a who was that lady that had to use the restroom? I, I don't even know who that is. Well, but... We'll probably never yeah. see her again. No, definitely not. <laughs> and the best is, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, my co-host went in. I blame it on Phoenix, but it wasn't bad anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you no, don't care. You in, did a stool saw for the, the commercial. In the commercial, they in the beginning of it, it's like constipation got you down, and I have to look really angry. I know you look pissed, like so, you had to use the bathroom. But I channel Ice Cube, like I channel my inner Ice Cube, like my angry face. I yeah. think I'm doing Ice Cube impression. Oh, Ice Cube does have that that face. Like yeah, a, like look, I'll show you. I know that, that you guys. Like you smelled something funny. You that folks face. can't see it at right? home, but you can you can find it on my Facebook page where I'm gonna show it to Matt Sarah the comparison. Oh, what are you gonna of show my me? face to Ice Cube's face? Oh, look at that! Look at that! You're like a prettier Ice Cube. That's funny. And then you see the bunny, and then you remember that you had the stool softener and that everything's going to be okay. And then I'm relaxed. Because it good. could soften up even the toughest people. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know where you Slogans. were going with that. But uh, <laughs> listen, hey, I'm happy. I guess then, listen, you don't know where that will lead to. I don't just want more acting gigs, man. I find it fun. You like, you like I did some stunt work, too. Did you see me on Blind Spot? I got my head uh, blown off. Oh, what's Blind Spot? Blind Spot's a show on NBC, and Rhonda was recently on it, too. Rhonda Rousey? Yeah, she was she on really? Blind Spot. Yeah. Did you know that, Christopher Dusa? Uh Yeah, she was playing a, like a, a prisoner that escaped or something. or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. So. I I'm sorry. I can't get over I can't get over me busting Christopher Dusa's <laughs> chops in front of Ice Cube. You know what it was? About on, what? On the, well, on the way here, you know, he gives the notes, and he's very thorough with his with – his, he does a great job of yeah, preparing us for the show. Because, yeah. you know, people – I have been called uh, – people – I just said about some comments about me recently. I don't usually read them. But you have they the get, memory of a goldfish. I have a memory of a goldfish. <laughs> How'd you know they were going to say that? I listened to the show. I mean, uh, somebody uh, – Drago loved that today. I, he heard it. I was getting changed this morning, and I uh, getting ready to go roll with Drago, and he's listening to the podcast. And all of a sudden, I hear, <laughs> Drago's got a funny laugh. <laughs> So I go out there. I go, what's up? He goes, hey, hey goldfish. I keep slapping his knee. <laughs> That's Whatever. funny. No, but I'm like that too. I tell my boyfriend the same story 46 times. Yeah, no, And I'm he's bad. like, you told me. I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm, but it, you know, don't bad, whatever. And he's like, you told me. But the point is this. <laughs> so Chris, the producer, knows I'm like that. So he puts the notes are very thorough. But thank God I didn't stop. Well, he put in there. Now I know, listen, I don't know a lot of things. I know, I know jujitsu. And you know pop uh, culture. I know pop culture pretty good. I really do. And uh, I know, what I do know is that Boys in the Hood was not a Spike Lee joint. No. It wasn't. It was and not. how bad would that have been if I would? And, he, and, and Chris the producer goes, and he was, you know, he broke out in his acting role under, you know, Spike Lee's um, Boys in the Hood. No, no, no. So I'm like, wait a minute, Spike Lee, are you thinking of do the right thing, Chris the producer? I am, yeah. You are, aren't you? <laughs> yes. How dare you? Thank God I didn't say that. This guy it would think, what, all, is thing, all right? our movies together? Like, yeah. I mean, Chris, listen, but thank God we covered it up. And I didn't, and of <laughs> you course, covered it up. Yeah, you brought it up. I actually, I brought it up. I yeah. didn't, did I say cover up? And then I brought yeah, it brought up. You throw him under the bus a lot. Oh, right, right in front of Ice Cube. Mr. You did it with Misha Tate, too. Remember when he was like, Misha, oh, uh, nice. Chris, the producer wants mm. to know the only if you're Brian or a right. The only difference is he didn't really say that about Misha and he fucked up with this. But it's funny. <laughs> it's fun. People like the imperfections. They like yes, that. Yeah. That's why they like me and Jimmy. You're a little too perfect. I'm, I am not. 
I am totally not. Well, I mean, I saw a stool sieve. So if anyway. I, yeah. not every, I guess nobody's perfect. And, I, and my side boob and naked and afraid, too. That's me and that, too. What'd you, I was drinking my drink. What did you say about side boob? So what I'm, are you I'm about? the naked and afraid commercial, also. Oh, what are, you, what, are you, what are you naked and afraid about? There's a show called Naked and Afraid. Oh, okay. No, seriously. It's. <laughs> It's a I show on another Discovery commercial. Channel. I'm not on the show though, because I could never freaking do this. Well, that kind of sucks that you're, you're you're doing a commercial for the show and you have to be naked with a blur out shirt. Oh, they blow uh, everything out. They blur it all out. You can't see anything. All right, so you're naked. You're afraid. Yeah, you, there's some side boob, which right, well, I didn't uh, think was well, a listen, big deal until. I'm you know. very I'm very proud of you and your acting, I'm, and I hope seriously, it, you just move up from stool softening. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, but it's a start. You know, you, you know who's gonna be. Call, you know who's gonna call in pretty soon. Do you know Alan Jovan? Yes, you I do. You watch any of his fights? Yeah, I have. You see his last fight with Mike Perry? I did. And Mike Perry likes to get in your face and talk some trash. He's a pretty loud dude. They were hitting each other like they didn't like each other. I'll tell yeah. you that much. I wonder if the, any of the lead up, if that got under uh, Alan's skin. But he's, Alan, what I noticed about him is that he's very he's very good at distance. Mm-hmm. He's good at going backwards and timing when the guys are coming in. He has that left kick from hell. He's an athletic guy. He has good takedown defense. And he's going to need... All of the above fighting Gunnar Nelson. Yeah, because Gunnar has great jujitsu. Great jujitsu. Gunnar's got not only phenomenal jujitsu. Yeah. I mean, and besides that, standing up, because he's so good in jujitsu, people don't give standing up, he's got a karate type style. That he's like a karate man standing. Yeah, he's like a, he's a in Connor and out. person too, yes. right? Well, he like trains with Connor. He, he trains with that team, I believe. But he's but he's got his a unique style standing up, yeah. different than Connor. You I know, believe he's got a karate background. With with karate, what I always liked, because I trained karate before Muay Thai, yeah. I felt like I had a little bit more dexterity in my kicks than yeah. just like with Muay Thai where it's more like chopping from yeah. side to side, like chopping kicks. I had the, that dexterity. And, but what I noticed is his bounce. Like he's got a bounce, like an in and out bounce. The hands go down a little bit. And it's it's going to be very... I'm really interested in that fight. He's a big dude too, isn't he? He's a rangy? big dude. And I know I know that uh, Joban is, uh, I believe, a brown belt on the Eddie Bravo. Is that correct, Chris, the producer? Yes, sir. No, no. But the thing is this, it's... He's got zero submissions on his record though. Okay. Listen, not for nothing, I'm pretty good in jiu-jitsu. I got one submission in the UFC. Oh my God, I didn't realize that. Yes, yeah, so don't shit on this guy. What was the submission? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what was your submission? I thought uh, I knew your career inside and out. Yeah, what that, was your that submission That was um, versus uh, Kelly Delante. Okay. Versus, um, and that was a triangle of all things. Oh, yeah. very nice. You know, <laughs> I put someone legs. in an armbar um, two days ago, and you know who taught me my first armbar? Who's that? You. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I know. <laughs> I thought it was me, but I don't want to say me. And then you're like, no, it was Henzo. And I feel horrible. <laughs> no. All right. And, and you, you, you still rep, are you still doing jujitsu at all? Uh, a little no? here or there. Now I do like knife fighting and stick fighting. I like jujitsu a lot, though. I'm going to mess around with that sooner or later. Longo teaches all that stuff. It's I, I one time, I one time put out there with Longo, uh, I tweeted it or put on my Instagram, a Longo with, with a stick. That dude, you think you look at Longo and the guy's not the doesn't look like he's getting out of a chair too quick. You put a stick in his hand, that guy's that guy will take out a room of six. A room of six. <laughs> I don't know. You picture him like in those like a in a, in a like a Steven Seagal type movie. Yeah, I can. Put Longo in I there. I can. I can totally. Longo's picture. doing good. Longo's Longo's getting the acting bug too. He's gonna be on the new. Uh, the Kevin James show. Kevin uh, he's got. He's got a. Yeah, I know. He can, could he wait? I don't. That's the he question. Can wait. I always. Or can he wait? <laughs> it's he Kevin. Can. Kevin can. can wait. Yeah. Well, I I like Kevin James, and I like the fact that he's always since like the beginning been repping MMA and the UFC oh, before other so. actors were. He was like the original G that was all about MMA. He didn't jump on the bandwagon. He's for real. 
Oh, he's for real. So he's I like for real, him for that. Right. Let's talk some news here. All right, what we got? What do we have? Well, what we got? What, what was a now? This was announced, Chris, the producer, because I know after uh, first of all, did you see Kelvin uh, Gastelum's last fight? Yeah. How great was that? But for Vita Belfort over the last weekend, I like him at this weight. I I've been saying I've been screaming at. Have I, have I not been saying how great I like him at middleweight? Oh, of course, yeah. You, I mean, he fought two studs, and uh, and Vita didn't look like he was exactly off. He looked on, man. He looked good, but I'll tell you, Kelvin. He's he, very accurate with his strikes and uh, good awareness. Yeah. And he's just, a, he's a tough SOB. He, he's a bull. He, he is, is a, a bull. bull. I like that short, stocky style. You uh, know I do. Do, do you? I don't know. And, and I'll tell you, what he did with Tim Kennedy was even more impressive. Because, uh, you know, I mean, I, we, we had Forrest Griffin on the other day. And he was kind of saying that he sees uh, Tim Kennedy doing all these other types of things. that that um, Like from shooting to running to, to, I don't know, doing other activities that aren't exactly... Um, mixed martial arts, and he says that's a different wind and whatnot, right? Wasn't he touching base on some of yeah, that? Yeah, cardiovascular. But thing? you never seen Tim Kennedy really getting tired in fights. No. You seen that guy out grapple, very good grapplers, and and he uses jujitsu very well. And to see what Kelvin did to him is just man, I want to see what's next for him. It's weird, like when he talks about the difference in weight, because when he fought Uriah Hall in the Ultimate Fighter, he was saying that he just didn't feel that strong against guys at that weight. And then, you know, he would cut, but yeah. then he was, it was all decisions when he was at that weight yeah. anyway. So now that he's gone up, he says knockout. So I think, I feel like he found himself. I think he should stay well, there. Yeah. And well, he, I mean, he fought, well, he fought Uriah Hall at, uh, at 185. It wasn't yeah, 170. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And he beat him. I mean, right. and that was, and that's when Uriah Hall, who, listen, who's always dangerous. We love Uriah Hall. He's, yeah, he's very fast. He's actually become like a friend of the show. I want to get him in studio because he's, he calls up. He's a very honest guy about his emotions and his feelings. Yeah. And, uh, and I like him. He's an East Coast dude, but um, you know, with with uh, with his fight with Kelvin, he was he was the heavy favorite yeah, in that fight. Very heavy favorite. Now, we now didn't... Kelvin, I'm saying I'm saying I want to see what's next with him. We know what's next with him. It's going to be Silva. Anderson Silva. Now, that's when is that? June? That's in June. June third. Uh, yeah, June third in Rio de Janeiro. Oh, so, my goodness. Yeah, he's uh, stepping Kelvin, into Anderson's you know that home too. That means Kelvin don't give an f. <laughs> yeah, and also that he's not going to let that go to decision because. You know they're going to totally be pro Anderson. He's got to yeah. make an impact. He has to make yeah, a statement. I mean, listen, that's going to be that's headlining. I assume is that headlining? No, oh. the Aldo oh. Holloway. Uh, yeah. Well, that's that's which is a great hmm. fight too. Oh wait, who? Aldo versus Holloway for the oh, featherweight belt. Oh my yeah. god, Max Holloway. Is Ma super well, first tough. of all, I mean, who, how could you not be a fan? Well, uh, Jose Aldo, of course, but Max Holloway. Holloway is he's one of those guys. I bring up guys like Tony Ferguson and I bring up guys like Max Holloway. It's guys that enjoy their craft. They enjoy yeah. their job. They they look at home the most at home. Like they they like no place they'd rather be. They even Forrest Griffin was saying that the other day too about some of these guys. It, it, they look just like in they love being in the moment and they enjoy the fight. The guys that enjoy the fight there's something different about that. You well, what do you think it about Kelvin just bringing up Anderson though? Because people are like, what does he go for somebody who's not an older fighter? What, you know, like that's that's the biggest gripe that people have with this. Yeah, with well, this he's fight. well, he's just he just uh, older fighter or not. He's got, whether you agree with the decision or not. He just beat Derek Brunson, who's not over the hill, and no. Anderson Silva's got to win over him. Anderson Silva has a fight that's, you know, with arguably. You know, it, 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 it's, I'm not going to say it's controversial. Well, yeah, actually, it is pretty controversial. His fight with the champ, Michael Bisping. I mean, he put him out, like put him down. Yeah. And the bell, I mean, the bell, I mean, thank goodness for the bell right there. But 
There was that way you celebrate. Well, too it was early weird and... because he. I think he was pointing to his mouthpiece when Anderson yeah. need him. But well, that, that listen, so, man, you got to protect that. Say that's you need but, to hear. Yeah, that. that's it, more like your bad on Mike's part. Exactly, but, but that uh, was another big part of it, where yeah. it was like if he, he got hit with the knee, people say, "Well, he wasn't." You yeah. know, he was talking about the mouthpiece, and so it was. You know, he it was still that kind did of thing. a flying knee on on Michael Bisping's face. face. <laughs> so I mean, the guy <laughs> is still dangerous. He beat you know notable guys. He's not in there losing every fight, and uh, you know, you want to make a name? Why not fight a legend? Oh, absolutely, but it, why not, not fight you're, a legend? You're not fighting a legend in his prime. Wait, wait, I mean, you're fighting a guy who's still dangerous and who's who's Anderson yeah. Silva. He's Anderson Silva, but yeah. he you're not. You, you, yeah, he well, just wants to bump him his way up. Of course. Well, listen, you can't knock the guy for that, man. It's the fight game. That if, if Anderson still, he's got to fight somebody. Right. He's coming off a win. He not for nothing. Diaz, All right, though. but how about he's fighting a, a blown up uh, welterweight? You can make a case for anything like that. For like, sure. For so sure. I, I don't think of it like Kelvin being a bully. I think of it like, look, man, what's best for me right now? Let me fight Anderson Silva yeah. in Brazil. Beat him. Well, then now, phew, if I wasn't on the radar a second ago, which I should be, now I am. Mofos. I feel like it also keeps everybody steadily active, too. Yeah. Right? Well, because we, we've got to wait around now with Bispink and GSP, and UL Romero is upset about it. And he wanted to fight Anderson, and, you know, and then Anderson really wanted Nick Diaz or he wanted Michael well, Bispink. And and first of all, what's that about? Why? Yoel wants to fight Anderson? No, no. That's I, not being, a, that's not a guy looking for, uh, well, it's just, just let, let me stay busy because he's going to sit there yeah. now and wait for Bisping GSP. So he wants to stay busy, and I think it's just that everybody else has well, something going on. He's going to have. Well, if he wants to, I oh, see. He wants to stay busy, but he's probably worried about losing his spot in line. Yeah. obviously. Yeah. So he's looking for a fight that he feels might be an easier fight. Maybe he's not. Maybe I'm way off with that. I don't think so. I don't know. I, I think he's looking for. Would that. you have wanted to see Silva Diaz again? No, no, not not necessarily. Silva Diaz. No, I don't that, think that so either. No, because that wasn't a, it was a, a great bond burner. But I just know that it was because it's ruled no contest because of like the dick pill. Yeah. So they want like some type of thing on the record now that some type of statement. Well, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm look. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it anyway because I'll tell you right now. He, that that he's going to be tested. Anderson Silva is going to be tested because yeah. Kelvin's just looking like a. He's a, a freight he train. He just took out. He took out two legitimate. Uh, guys at that weight class. I mean, these guys are real guys. And uh, he beat them both. Yeah. So, um, hey, listen. Anderson just accept Silva, being I, the smaller guy. Stay at that weight class. I think Dana doesn't want Producer. him. Well, I was just going to say, I think the, the Brunson versus uh, Anderson fight, I think Derek Brunson was a little bit hesitant maybe to to engage with Anderson. Obviously, yeah. Anderson wants to counterpunch. Ke- Kelvin's not going to do that. He's going to bring the fight to Anderson, and it's going to be uh, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a real test. I think it's going to be a, a fun fight. I'm looking forward to it. I'm reading. I'm reading here about the uh, AKA's head coach Javier Mendez. Good, yeah. good guy. Yeah, you know him. Yeah, nice dude. Very nice guy. And uh, he's talking about Cain Velasquez, and he's telling basically he's been doing a lot of family stuff. He comes in the gym on a rare occasion, but he's slowly coming back into it. He's not jumping on board to do anything. He's just taking his time. I know that May 11th is something they're looking at, but realistically, Kane is not going to fight on short notice. He's not going to fight without an eight-week training camp. So I look at it, what does he say? I look at it like if he's hardly ever coming into the gym now because he has other business things he has to take care of, I don't see him fighting anytime soon. I see him fighting two times this year, but I don't see him fighting in May because of the time frame. Understandable. And don't you think that this guy's had consecutive injuries, one after the other after the other? He needs a break. 
When is the last time Kane fought? Uh, 200, right? With, against Travis Brown? Yeah, that's probably I right. Think it, actually, yeah, yeah, I think that is the last time he fought. And what, then it was what, like... What, what month was that? 200. Uh, 200 was... That was July. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, we're saying, you're saying he needs a break. I mean, that was but in he July. But he had a foot injury. He was supposed to fight, and then he like actually told the press, like, oh, my foot's Oh, and that's when he was supposed to fight Verdum, yeah. correct? Yeah. And that was a bummer that that guy came yeah. out, right? Yeah. That's who... Yep. And because he had a foot injury, but he was wanting to fight through that anyway. Yeah. Right. So well, he had and it was back, back surgery, yeah. then he had a foot well, injury. Well, I mean, he's taking all this time off, but he's not... They're not. He's not really saying... He's, he's basically not saying it because he's injured. He's... It's almost like it's implying that he's taking it off to do other things. Which uh, I'm not listening. I'm not busting the guy's balls. There are people, guys that have family. I know how that is. But when it comes down to being in this big show, I mean, that, it's got to be your number one priority. So, hey, I'm not, I'm not judging the guy. I know what it's like to have a family and you got to keep busy. But I wonder why you're not keeping busy training unless you just, is he still banged up? I don't know. Yes. It's maybe maybe trying to find other investments hey, because listen. he's banged up. Because of Verdum, didn't he? He just like opened up a comedy cafe. What? Like a stand-up comedy cafe. Yeah. What? Where is this? It's like Verdum. Like, I think it's, you know, you get to a certain age and you're like, okay, if I'm not going to have a steady paycheck fighting, then I need to just find other avenues of income. So Verdum opened up a comedy cafe, cafe in Brazil. Yeah. Like in Brazil? Sta- yeah, like a stand-up comedy club. Really? Because he's a big fan of comedy, you know, and like he just wanted other ventures. Does so. he do any kind? I know he does that funny monkey he face. He does that face, but I don't know if he like tells jokes, but I, I think How maybe Kane's doing something similar. Face a little weird. I can't do it. I can't I do it. No, I, I mean, it just looks like a, like a monkey or something. <laughs> yeah, it's right? impossible to I can't do it. You ever see the face it. he does? Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. He loves doing that face. By the way, Kane did post on Instagram. He kind of like followed up those comments and he was saying, I can't, you know, rush back to fight and risk oh. another injury. So, yeah. you know, oh, but so yeah. He's, so he's working around things. So he's yeah. got high levels of inflammation. He's probably in physical therapy. If he's smart to get all of his faculties back. Because, well, you know, it's the chain that's the kinetic chain right so one body part hurts and then it starts riding up so like give you an example george pulled his groin yeah. and then it meet like a couple months after pulling his groin he, he his tore his meniscus because once one injury your body compensates then another injury happens. it leads to the other yeah it's a dumb another effect. injury right so that's what i'm saying <laughs> yo we're gonna be talking to alan joban soon how soon is he calling in I, i'm gonna give him a call right now actually you're gonna awesome. give him a call right now all right then we're gonna wait then to talk about Logan. I know we talked about Logan before, the whole movie minute oh thing. God. But Phoenix is such a fan of the uh, comic book world and yeah. movies. That's why we're tight, me and you. I think it's you know? how we became friends. They in like the first that shirt place. you're wearing. People, I'm gonna, wearing an X23. We're gonna take a female picture Wolverine shirt. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was Wolverine. That's that's, that's X23. X23. Oh, that movie was so good. You liked it. Oh my god. Okay. We're gonna talk about it afterwards. I'm gonna okay. keep people in suspense. Well, they know I liked it. Did you like it? Well, we I love it. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I was going to tell you to hold on. But we just... can't spoiler alert, right? Well, we can't give away too many things because okay. I want people to see it. But we could do almost like the non-spoiler review. Why don't you have Hugh Jackman on the show and then I'll sleep over here so that there's yeah. no possible chance of me being late. <laughs> Let me well, tell you, I don't, I don't want to I don't we'll rub it in. get a hotel across the I, street. I definitely don't want to rub it in, but how'd you fuck that up this morning? <sighs> Ice Cube I'm was his, you know, Ice Cube was sitting right next to me. And when and when Chris, the producer, was like, "He's coming early," I was like, "Oh, instead of, instead of taking the train, just me I'll, and Ice Cube shooting the shit. We were just shooting the shit like two old friends. Just sh- shut up, Matt. Just two old friends. Just why are you rubbing we it had in, such man? A, is he on? No, don't make me do the Chris. Don't make me do Jimmy. Ah, oh, hello, <laughs> Alan. No, <laughs> no, hold on, I'll get him. Hold on. Hey, did you watch the? Uh, 
Jimmy on Joe Rogan's show? I did, yeah. You listened to it? Yeah, it was great. So it's out. I, I want to listen to that. Yeah, absolutely. They recorded yesterday uh, afternoon. Not most importantly, but did they mention me at all? You did. You oh, okay. Up, yes. Why would I ask that? Because <laughs> I'm an ass. Everybody, that's what people are really thinking, though. If they what? think that there's a chance they might get mentioned. What did he mention me? You got you to, you know, people don't beat around the bush like that. I, I go be, right to it. Did he mention mentioned? me? That's what I want to know. You haven't been on uh, Joe's podcast yet? Of course. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought, yeah, I, was, I, I, thought I watched I was on there that. once, ages ago. I, I, I want to go back. I'm never in L.A. I'm never really? in L.A. What, are you going over your notes? Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> I'm separating. I'm you know, there's fights this weekend, five o'clock uh, uh, Eastern pass. time. Oh, U- fight UFC pass. fight pass. You excited <laughs> about that? I am. I, I, you know, unfortunately, I wound up having to go to weddings and stuff sometimes. And I've got, I've been caught with my phone underneath like a table, watching fight pass or watching fights. Jimmy Manoa versus Corey Anderson. That's gonna be a good. That's fight. the main event. Yeah. And uh, like we just talked about, Gunnar Nelson. So the co-main versus Alan Joban, who's going to be calling in, or we're calling him very soon. Uh, the, the Jimmy Manoa fight versus Corey Anderson is very interesting. That's a, that's a fight where I'm going to see Corey. I, I believe Corey's going to look to put that down, and Jimmy's going to be looking to uh, lay some leather. What do, you, what do you think about that? Manoa's tough. I mean, he's number four. Like he's His losses are to Gustafson and Anthony Johnson, and he never really like says no to a fight. You know, he's been trying to kind of just dig his way up to yeah. bigger and better fights and bigger names. So, and you know, Corey Anderson's a pretty tough guy too. Well, he's, he's a, a he's good a, wrestler. Well, he's a gamer. Like, yeah. he's going to bring it. Like he's not a guy that's going to be fighting afraid. He's going to. I believe he's going to be looking to use his length. What do we got? I feel like I'm back. I'm Jimmy. Jimmy would be torturing him right now. Uh, tell me, Alan Joe Band's uh, passing us up. No, 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 no. All no, right. No, they're in London. So uh, they we'll, are in yeah, London. That's right. What time is it in London, by any chance? I have no it's a idea. Seven-hour but... difference. Well, let's not do so, math this early. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what time it is. I don't even know now. what time it is. They're checking in on them. We'll, yeah, we'll get them. We got started a little bit earlier today. Have you been to London? Probably uh, a bunch few, of times. Yeah, right? a few times. My sister-in-law is over there now. My my whole family's going over there except for me uh, in April. Yeah, they just had a my my sister-in-law just had a, a kid. Her husband works for Google over there, so they're big shots. But so you know, it's fun. It's fun. Got my new nephew over there. I gotta go over there too sooner or later. I've been to Manchester a few times too. Wow, they talk about fight fans. I mean, those those people are great over there. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's Fantastic. it's always like a really huge event there because they take fighting so seriously. I trained out there and and I was just like, wow, there's a school everywhere. They break into like songs, like 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 it's weird, man. I, it's so funny. They, they, a bunch of Connor fans did that too to me one time. But like I remember, I was um. Where was I? In some kind of bar or something, and somebody recognized me, and then they're singing, uh, "There's only one Matt Sarah." But I, it's a, it, I listen. I don't know how it goes, but that was one of the lines. But it looks like they could just put anybody's name in there. Yeah. They got these like chants. It's fucking awesome. I love that. I mean, listen. I mean, I, I was, I was like, oh man, I feel like somebody. I'm in Manchester, and they're singing a song about me. Yeah. Well. Every, I, I'll make up a song for you. Hey, listen. A, and I'll uh, have Ice Cube. Hey, let me tell you something. A few more it. of those fucking stool saw for the commercials. <laughs> They'll be singing some stuff. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so great. All right. Did we talk about the main event enough? I don't think we <laughs> let's, did. I we're going we should, let's, let's no, go back to my gonna, shit story. And, no, no. Listen. We can, we can talk more about that. I mean, I... That's a that's um it's listen they're both well rounded but it it looks to me like it's going to be more of the uh, striker versus grappler I really yeah. think Corey Anderson for victory and this is going to be a five round fight so 
you know, I remember when uh, Manoa, who was he fighting that was trying to outgrapple him? Was that was that uh, o- OSP? That could have been his last fight, yeah, against yes. OSP. No, and but OSP- when he fought OSP, it was weird. I felt like he was trying to tie OSP up the whole first round. Because he was he was clinching up with OSP the whole first round, and then the second round is when he actually hit OSP with a body shot. Yeah, but OSP was looking to put him down, correct? Wasn't he grappling him? Like, I think he was a little bit. But yeah, he, I believe he I was, like, believe was he trying I, to tire him out the first I, I round. I, but the, the one thing I did notice was by the time it was the second round, there was one fight that looked fresh, and OSP was was breathing bad. Yeah, and I, that that stuck out in my head, going, "Whoa, look, there's a, there's a." There's, this guy looks like he's declining, and the other guy's looking like he's 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 starting the fight. Right yeah, because I, fi- I couldn't figure out why Manuel was like trying to tie him up against the cage, no. and he was clinching up with him. He did something right. He landed some nice <laughs> knees though in that round too. No, he landed some really good. And stuff. then it was like a it was like a shovel up cut, like I think it was a left to the body, and then then he hit him with like with a hook. Right? Was it? Yep. When was that fight? See, my memory is probably worse than yours, Matt. That was in October. That was the Just a uh, couple of goldfish. The Bisping Henderson. Oh, that's fight. right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Well, listen. While he's get while he's waiting to get this this uh, gentleman on the phone, Alan Joban, who's fighting this weekend. Yeah. Yo, hit that movie minute thing really quick. I mean, listen. It might only be a minute. You might get him on the phone. <laughs> okay, go for it. Go for it. Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, I always like to come in after that. All right, listen, we talked about this already, but I I, um, I can't not talk about it with you because just next to me, you're like right there. You're you're a, a, not only a movie buff, but you are a comic book uh, fan. Yes. Big time. Very much so. You know? And uh, up until now, there's been glimpses with uh, Hugh Jackman and uh, as Wolverine. And I think he did a great job with, with you know, what... what as the best as he could do as far as trying to capture that berserker rage and and I like even in that 2000 uh, X-Men the first one how they showed him in the, in the you know it, just his attitude and how he sliced the his first scene in that when he and um, when he found Rogue and uh, he was in that bar in Canada and I like his. I like him as Wolverine. Oh, and he slices the shotgun. Yeah, slices yeah. the shotgun when he's like, "You freak, get out of here." I, he's good, great actor. And uh, but this movie, Logan, and you have to point out the fact that it's rated R made a big difference yeah. because it's almost like up until then it's like he couldn't do really what Logan at Wolverine was known for, is especially his back in the day coming up. Is yes, he was a he was a raging like like animal when he get into these rages, and they showed him really bug out in this in this film, and really it was the best Wolverine to date on. On, on the big screen. Well, there's a couple... I mean, if we want to get into a little, like, Marvel history, right? Yes. There's a couple of things about it. Wolverine was never supposed to be a big character. We know He this. was supposed to be a villain. He was. He came out in a Hulk comic. He was never supposed to be a big villain. He, he wasn't well, I mean, to be a, a villain. Character. He came in... Uh, he appeared first in a, in a, in a Hulk comic where right. he actually... Goes after the Hulk, right? So he wasn't a, yeah. he wasn't supposed to be a big deal. People yeah. loved him, and then he became a big deal. And you know, he was it was after Deadpool that they said, you know what, we can make a rated R comic book movie, and people will accept it. So we have to kind of thank Deadpool a little bit for getting the Wolverine that we wanted. Well, Deadpool is phenomenal in its own right, but uh, yes, and because they said Fox, who did both movies, said, hey man. That, look what we did right here. 
But you know what I mean? What's Look funny. what we did with Deadpool. Look at the money we made. So they and it's also for a smaller budget too than these other movies. Like this Logan thing wasn't a big it, phenomenal. It's like, like a western. It was. It reminds yeah. you of like an Unforgiven. It's type like movie. a. It's a western. And it was so just so well done. I loved the little girl who played um, Laura in it. She was uh, she was phenomenal. And, yeah. and usually when a kid's in the movie, you're just like, ah, oh, I got to watch her in some scenes. You believed in a. You, oh, by the way, the first guy that tried to put the cuffs on her, I don't want to say what happened to him, <laughs> but uh, that was a that was a former UFC fighter. Yeah. Oh, man. Why is his name I, escaping I, me right now? I was actually going to ask you, you so oh, now I feel stop. just as bad. I know him. I know him. He fought Stefan Bonner. Well, you know what's awesome? We got him? If you're, Listen, if, you, you have to look this up for me. He fought Stefan Bonner, and he's in a new Logan movie. There's a lot of stunt people. I, it's going to hit me. It's going to hit me because I, I know the guy. There's a lot of people. He's doing in Logan, stunts. and he and he's the one who went to go put the cuffs on the girl in the beginning, and he. Uh, yeah, you can very clearly say, see his face in his collar. Oh, it's it's, it's, what the, it's it, 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 the name is on the tip of my tongue, and he's gonna say it in a second or two. No, but they're using a lot of MMA fighters now yeah, in man. movies it, it, for stunt people. Well, you see Keith Jardine all the time. Keith you Jardine, see uh, Jay Tate, Tate Fletcher. Tate well, Fletcher. Keith Jardine was in Logan. Also, I'm seeing as I'm going. Yeah, is he? Yeah, yeah. he is. Oh shit! Uh, Jay Haran is also in Logan. Is he? Are you sure? Yeah, Jay Haran's in a bunch of movies. Well, and... Jay Haran, I saw in the da- da- Daredevil series too. He was in that mm-hmm. too. I, listen, I I so love to see these guys. Why we get you on? Why we get you on Punisher or something like that? Ah, uh, me? Yeah. I'm, I'm busy as it is. <laughs> oh, I got no time for acting. <laughs> I, you know what I like about my gigs now? I'm just me, <laughs> for better or worse. You know what's kind of messed up about that? What? It's it's a it's a double edged sword with this 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 gig I have here, which I'm I'm loving. I'm having a great time here. Chris, producer, we having fun? Oh, we're having a great time, okay. of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there goes my goldfish memory. What was I saying? Well, we're talking about having a great time, okay, and doing some acting. Is work. this is when people give me compliments? I really, man, I like you. I like your person. It's not like they're talking about me in a movie where they're like, I like you in oh, this movie and they might not really Matt like me. Sarah. They like me. But the same goes for the people who don't like, the people that don't like me, they don't like me. They're not not, they're not, not liking a um, a character I play. So if they don't like me on Looking for a Fight and they don't like me on UFC Unfiltered, they just don't like me as a person. That's kind of... <laughs> That's all right. Oh, listen, I'm a big boy. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm a big boy more than white. I got. I, look, I gained some weight since you see me. Look at me now. Do I look big? Uh, no, because all I you wear well. is black shirts. Right, I mean, so listen, I can't, I'm like a little Italian I Johnny Cash. <laughs> well, what am I going to do, Phoenix? I'm a little bit taller than you. What do you want from me? Can I give you another weird Wolverine fact while we wait for Alan Jovan? Sure. So, um, what's his name? No. And don't say he's 5'3 in the comic. I know that. I, oh, Everybody that, knows that. I know that. you know. Hugh Jackman didn't know that a Wolverine was an actual animal, so he thought it was a wolf. Don't make, the guy, don't make the guy sound no, like no, a moron. No, he, no, he'll talk about this. Did he really? Yeah, he'll talk about it. And uh, so he was acting like a wolf for like majority of the movie. And then finally, Brian Singer, who directed it, was like, dude, why are you acting like that? He's like, I'm a wolf. He's like, no, you're, you're a wolverine. Is that a true? Is that true? It's a true story. You could look it up. And and he was like, oh. So then he looked up what a wolverine a wolver- is. And a wolverine looks like a little kind of like rat slash dog. He's like a combo of the two. And they're yeah. really ferocious. They're ferocious. And they're animals. short and they're hairy and they're nasty. Wolverine was a had a bad attitude. Mm-hmm. He came onto that X Men team and he was like the anti hero. And you know, I like. Listen, I don't want to be a, a sound stupid nerdy. I liked him before he was cool. Me too. You know what I mean? Me I mean, too. he was like the bad boy of the team, and. uh you know, I mean, the guy was just a bad, badass. And he was, when if Marvel got the properties 
of of that of uh, the Marvel Studios. Yeah. If they got the property of that oh, again, God. do you know what they would they would do that right? So they amazing. would get some kind of short actor or else do some kind of CGI trick to make somebody shorter and then wider. But they would get it right. What's up? You were t- is it Christoph Sojinsky? Of course you're talking it is. About? Yeah, of oh, course it is. Christoph. Because yeah, I know him. I knew the name was a little out there. But uh, yeah, so you see him. You know, don't lose your head, Christoph. Yeah, spoiler. Yeah, mention. But uh, what a what a. <laughs> did you see the movie yet? I haven't seen it. No. I think movie. it pulls at the heartstrings too. It sure does, and you know, people. You know, when it's over, I, some people like were happy, or some people were upset with a. Uh, you know, maybe not how it ended, but yeah, pretty much how it ended. Or, oh, no. But uh, he already, listen, not to give it away, but the guy already said he's done playing Wolverine. Mm-hmm. No. 17 years. Oh, wow. 17 years. Put it to you this way. My boyfriend and I were talking about this the other day. There's been three Supermans, a bunch of Batmans, and wow. only one Wolverine. Hugh Jackman has been Wolverine through it's that time. It's time to time. Uh, spread the love and get a. Um, they better not screw that up. Not screw it up again. Because, oh, yeah, I like, I'm nothing against Hugh Jackman. He's awesome. He is. But. Come on, people. Get a short stocky. You know, the guy's 5'3 in the comic. Be true yeah, to the we, comic. We, we need some more short people love out when there. When does that Iron Fist come out on Netflix? March 17th. We've got the Defenders coming out, which should be great. Now, what are they defending against? Def- I don't like Hell's Kitchen. How are they? Now, is Punisher in that group? How could Maybe. that guy? He's not going to be no team player. He he's He's got <laughs> his own series. They're shooting it right now. <laughs> I can't you wait. You have to get John Bernthal on the show. Seriously. Yeah, well, he's really funny. And he actually used to box. He's got like a boxing record. Yeah. He's like an amateur boxing record. Like well, I just want to shake that guy's hand for being the first guy to get the Punisher down correct. Absolutely. So you admit- Oh, you want another nerd fact about Marvel? I do. This is unfucking believable, though. Talk to me. Michael Jackson tried to buy Marvel at one point so that he could star in his own Spider Man film. As, and who he'd be Spider Man? Yes. How horrible! I love Michael Jackson. I hope that is that a true fact. Yeah, you got to look it up because it oh, is a true fact, and that's, that's un fucking real. <laughs> I'm so filled with useless information. About I listen. I think, I think Marvel comics. I think it's phenomenal. <laughs> but we're waiting for Alan Joban. Hey, listen. While and, we're waiting, we'll talk about this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We want other useless facts about the comics and shit. When does that series come out with Punisher? <laughs> I don't know. There's no date set, but it's shooting you know, now. I think the they have two episodes to. left. I got. I have to watch. Like I got to watch something at night. Where Walking Dead. That's what I watch. I watch Walking Dead. I don't fucking like I, it anymore. I just watch it now to make fun of it. Really? Yeah. What are you making fun of? Just how ridiculous. Oh, what's his name? The uh, guy with the bat. Yeah. Negan. Negan. He's like, hey, Rick. What's going on, <laughs> Rick? I'm like, calm down. I get it. You're sarcastic. You're like. Psychopathic. I got your. He's pretty good already. though with him. He was he was the same actor as uh, as in Watchmen. He was the comedian. comedian Watchmen. I know. I wasn't crazy about Watchmen. Uh, Watchmen wasn't a feel good movie. No, that's what but, it is. And I'm a dork. And, and, and I like and, when and, they let me. But they were. Laugh. It was a cool. It was still fun. It was still cool to watch. Like and uh, I say you watch the um what is it the extended version or the uncut one yeah where there's certain scenes that in that were very cool like with the when the um. Man, who was the original Night Owl? Is that who it was? Yeah. Remember he'd, uh, the, the new Night Owl would go visit him? Did you read that comic? I did. The Watchmen? Yeah. Of course. I didn't read it. Oh, you should. Because it was very faithful to the comic, but that doesn't mean it's going to always... Um, translate. Translate over to film. Yeah, because it's like psychological and cerebral, but watching the movie, I was like, I don't like any of these characters. Yeah. Like, I don't root for any of them. You don't I root don't for really anybody. give a shit. 
You know, but you we watch like Guardians of the Galaxy. And the Night Owl couldn't like, get his he couldn't get his pee pee up when he yeah, had that, that a, love scene. It's a serious um That sucked. That's weird. <laughs> that's a it's terrible a It's a part of the movie. Why would I bring that up? It's true though, Phoenix. I know. So disturbing. I mean Batman's Batman, but when he can't get it up, you know, you get like what? So Night Owl was kinda like that that Yeah, he was like, like a like Batman, Batman kind of character. Batman's dope though. Did you see do you, I don't know if you take Talk your kids to, to it? The Which Batman one? Lego movie? Yes, that was fun. So good. Yeah, that was fun. My yeah, listen, my kids, I'm lucky. My kids, they love the uh they I got them into all that stuff. I feel like that's but you need that because you know, you want to go to the cartoon movies just as much as they do. Some of the stuff we've been going to is it? You know what we got? We we just bought on demand is the Sing. You see Sing? Uh-uh. Some stuff's not that bad. Some stuff is uh, pulling teeth. Some stuff isn't isn't. You know, I, I I could watch. But the problem is with these with these theaters, they got these freaking. They've got these recliners. So you pass out. Don't I you? got. I, I'm, Jimmy says he has sleep apnea. I think I have sleep apnea. Do you fall asleep? Sometimes, not not during stuff I want to watch, but like my kid stuff. Sometimes I could definitely pass. I fall asleep during the movies because I have nine jobs. I got nine jobs, man. (laughs) The only people who get that joke are people our age. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. From in living color, but I got nine jobs. So sometimes we go to the movies, even if it's something I, I do. You know, I do. Besides the uh, stool saw for the commercial, what else you been doing? (laughs) You've been teaching. You've been doing your show. What? And you do you're doing your show on ESPN too. Uh, I no, I'm not on ESPN. But like oh, companies ESPN Radio. call me in, and they're like, "Come in and like just con- like." Talk you're about a, fighting. you're a, a Jill of all trades. Yes, but I do have my own show through Everlast, which is in Fighting Shape, which is a podcast yeah, that, that, about? that you were. You're like ESPN. I've been on ESPN. I knew it was something with an E. Yes, Everlast. You were on. You were a guest. <laughs> Watch this. Hey, Alan, how you doing? All right, sorry, that's what Jimmy says. Oh, where is this Alan Joe Band? I'm working on it. Well, we're I mean, listen, not for nothing. We're trying to hype up his fife. Is he asleep? There's only so much I can talk about pop I'm, I'm culture. I'm trying to figure out what time. Yeah, we really can. We, uh, we can talk we, about anything, Phoenix. You know what we should talk about, which I know you don't want to talk about, but What's it's that? important for what? us to talk about. What's the matter? Mayweather and McGregor. Yeah, why wouldn't I want to talk about that? But you know what it is? I'm not huge into boxing. I know. You so don't, I don't, I don't, you really don't like care. Mayweather, right? Uh, I, no, I, I'm indifferent. I. The thing is this. I don't, boxing is freaking... Name an exciting mate with a boxing match. What? I'm a little different though, uh, yeah. and I'll I'll tell you why. Like I, I, boxing was one of the arts I started with. Yeah. So, to me, the amount of times he doesn't get hit is fucking amazing. Yeah. Like it, I, I I'm wow. For I'm, me, I'm I'll just go on. By... U, I'll go on UFC Fight Pass and watch some entertaining fights. I'm just not into it uh, with the I, boxing. I get it. Yeah, look, with the boxing, I was into boxing when. You know the Mike Tyson era, and, and even even the lighter weights when uh, with uh, like even like the Sugar Ray Sugar Ray Leonard had a style that yeah. was all over the place, but I he, was still, he was still whacking people. Pernell Whitaker was one of my favorite fighters. Uh, the, yeah, but it, all these guys you're naming are more entertaining than than Mayweather. I think Mayweather's boring as shit. I don't and, know if it's uh, boring. Okay, well like listen, they, if you're a, 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 I'm not I'm I'm gonna be the first one to say I'm not a, a big boxing fan. Well, all right, so like my, compared to I, the boxing from back in the day, if you compare it musically, right? Sometimes I'm in the mood to listen to different types of music. So mm. Mike Tyson to me would be like Metallica. It's yeah. gonna be hard. It's gonna be rushing. It's gonna ah, right? right. And then like Mayweather's like jazz. Like it's relaxing. I'm watching it. And I'm like, oh, that's an excellent technique. Oh, it's beautiful for. Oh, that well-timed technique. Oh, nice pot shot right hand. Yeah, it's 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 that. It's a much right. more relaxing thing to watch. I'm not crazy about him as a person, but yeah. well, you know, guess what? Are you hiring Phoenix? Uh, no, actually, all right, that's okay, I do though. need an assistant though. But let me let me tell you, if you were hiring, 
Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Not at all. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. It's ZipRecruiter.com. Posting your job in one place, Phoenix, it's not enough. It's not enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites. And now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 200 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into your ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. This is amazing stuff. Yeah, it sounds pretty convenient. So I'm not even done. Listen to this. Wow. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by Fortune 100 companies and thousands, thousands of small and medium-sized businesses. And right now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash unfiltered. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash unfiltered. One more time to try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash, say what me. Unfiltered. Yes, it is. Alan Joban's on the phone. Yes. Alan. Hey, what's going on, man? What's up, Alan? You're on UFC Unfiltered with Matt Serra and my co-host, Phoenix Cannavale. Hi, Alan. What's up, guys? Did you, you guys call, try calling me earlier? Yes. Man, we had our, our producer was... We, we had to go through all our movie history, comic book movie history. We're talking about things. Well, this guy, Chris, the producer, was trying to get you on the phone. But why? What are you doing right now, pal? Uh, I'm, like, what am I doing? I'm taking selfies right under Big Ben in London. Oh, very oh, nice. Stuff right now, yeah. Get yourself some British yeah. chocolate. It's way better in England than it is in the States. Oh, man. Now you see I'm cutting weight at the moment. Oh, but I might yeah. Have I, 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 get, when when like, you're done, after you win. I, I, I'll get a sample. I'll get a sample. And then afterwards, exactly after the win. Now, is, your, is your first time you've been over there or no? Yeah, man. This is the first time here in London, at least. Um, it's cool, man. And today is actually like... The weather's pretty pleasant. It's like sunny outside. And for them, everybody here seems to be like, this is like the first nice day of the year. So everybody's kind of out and about taking advantage of it. But um, it's been cool, man. We've been here for a couple of days and doing the sightseeing thing, the tourist thing. But it's nice, man. All the, uh, all the architecture and old buildings and everything. It's pretty cool to see. How are you the week of the fight? Are you a bundle, a bundle of nerves? Are you just chilling out with your friends, trying to stay calm? How are you, the, how are you a few days before the fight? I'm pretty good now, man. Like, you know, I think, I think like with everything in, in your career, you, um, you, you evolve, you know what I mean? And, and this, this is my, uh, my 20th pro fight on this one. So, and, and, and 20th pro fight and, and, and half of those almost have been in the UFC. So at this point, I'm pretty comfortable with, uh, with fight week and just the progress, uh, the routine of it all getting there early. Um, and, and, you know, I like to bring out, I like to bring out my, my whole team with me, you know. I usually bring three or four, um, or two to three coaches, four of us total. And uh, when I have everybody around, we're all on, kind of on the same page. You know, we go out and we do stuff like this. You know, we go and sightsee wherever we're at. We try to, you know, see the town and uh, kind of take your mind off of things. You know, you get the work done. We do the, the media, take your pictures, do your interviews, and then after that, go and sightsee. Not stress over it too much, really. Yeah, do you find that, like, when you fight, do you fight better when you're in a good mood? I have, some people have told me that. I think, you know, like, with anything, when it's time to flip the switch, you do it. But what I've learned is, uh, for me personally, it's, um, you know, if, if you don't have to stress 
on the, the, the stress of the fight at that time, then don't do it. You know what I mean? There's no point in flipping the switch too early, being angry at your opponent or being or constantly just uh, obsessing over it throughout the day. You know, it's, it's like go and do your media obligations early. Go and sightsee and relax. Enjoy yourself. Take in the moment, you know, to experience everything. And then when you get back to the hotel and you have to, you know, flip that switch to do an interview or whatever, or for your workout that night, then do it. But um, when I'm not... When I'm not doing that stuff, I'm um, I'm pretty. Uh, I guess you would say pleasant to be around during fight week. Oh, that that's that's interesting. Uh, during fight week for me, I was yeah. I was like a little fucking pit bull. But uh, <laughs> you you were grumpy. Huh? You were probably I, cutting a bunch of weight too, huh? Oh, I'm always. Oh, listen. Well, that's the story of my life back in the day. And I'll tell you. <laughs> but those times that that those those times are done for me now, pal. <laughs> oh man, we just had a winter. We had a winter storm. We had a storm yesterday. Not too crazy. But oh man, on those snow days, I'm popping down the hot pockets. It's, it's a disgrace. I'm a disgrace. But Alan, let me tell you, before we get into Gunnar Nelson, who's a, a very respectful martial artist, your last fight with Mike yeah. Mike Perry, very very tough dude. He gets uh, I don't know if it's a, a tactical thing by him, but he gets a little loud, a little nutty. Did that did that affect you at all? Man, it yeah, it's too. Polar opposites, man. I go from the loudest guy in the division to the quietest guy in the yes. division. Yeah. It's a welcome change. Uh, Gunner is very respectful, very quiet. I saw him in the hotel. He immediately walked right up to me and shook my hand. Yeah. And uh, that's how it should be. You know, you, are you, if you don't want to do it, then fine. That's cool. You don't have to shake guys' hands. I get it. But, but um, I think Mike Perry, he's at a point in his career where he's still young. You know, he's got like under 10 fights or something. Or it might be around 10 now. But what I'm getting at, he's still trying to discover who he is as a fighter. And he wants to be... The loud dickhead who, who's, uh, who, 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 you know, he, I, he's not here to make friends. He only wants enemies. He wants to get himself known. He's trying to be the Conor McGregor. But um, it, it definitely, I don't want to say it got to me, but it definitely, uh, it bothered me. You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it was annoying being, we were in an old town Sacramento for that fight on a rainy week. It rained the entire weekend, staying at like a Holiday Inn, the smallest Holiday Inn. So we were pretty much bumping shoulders the entire fight week. Everybody, everybody's in the lobby and, you know, in this small breakfast joint and everything. And uh, so I'm seeing the guy all the time. And every time you're br- brushing shoulders with somebody in the lobby, if they're, like, talking shit to you or, like, making, you know, flicking you off or making body gestures, you know, kind of, like, posturing towards you, it's annoying. It's like, bro, when the cameras are on, if you want to show your confidence or say you're going to knock me out, then do it. If you're going to fucking flick me off at 7 a.m. for breakfast, then you just got to get your life together, buddy. Cause you, you know, shit's not gonna, it's not going to last over a 10, 20-year career. You know what I'm saying? You think you're, you're cool right now, but you're going to see that it just, it just shows that you're inexperienced. How satisfying is it to win, you know, to beat a guy when he's been doing that to you all week? Hugely satisfying. I mean, <laughs> look, I don't have any ill will wish towards the guy now. I just don't like him. Yeah. Um, but if I would have lost to him, it would have been one of my one of the fights in my career that I've been like, God damn, why did I have to lose to that guy? He's such a jerk. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, if you lose to somebody who's respectful, who or who you or who who you respect as a martial artist, or just you know a badass. But this guy, yeah, he was tough, but you know, he just carries himself like a jerk, or he did to, he he did so towards me, and so um, it was one of those fights where like. My entire team gave me a, a high five and a hug after because they were like, God damn, thank God we beat that guy, you know? <laughs> thank God you took care of business, they're probably thinking. And not only that, but. And, and, and to add to that, I, I've never had so many people outside of the fight like compliment me. They're like, thank God you beat that guy. We can't stand him. So. Uh, yeah, you went, over a lot, you went over a lot of fans with that. Oh, that's funny. Well, you definitely, yeah. you kept your composure in there, which was, uh, some guys yeah, do that. They want to get you amped up because the way I, I, the way you're, the way you fight, I, I, 
I like the way you keep your you have a good you keep your range. You can go backwards. You have a good sense of range. You fire off that powerful left kick. You have a very good takedown defense. Let me ask you, how long have you been working with Eddie Bravo? I see that you're a brown belt on the Eddie Bravo, which is mm -hmm. definitely no joke. Mm -hmm. And uh, which, mm -hmm. which, hey, this gets to the floor very well. Might be tested against Gunnar Nelson because we know he's a stud on the floor. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, I've been working with Eddie forever, man. He's been, he was my first jiu-jitsu coach. Um, I discovered Eddie, like the first Muay Thai gym that I was at was called Bomb Squad, and that was Eddie's first gym. He had just at the time um, beaten uh, Hoyler Gracie and like Abu Dhabi or whatever, and, 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 and then he opened up his own gym, or he just started renting a mat space. And I saw him out there doing his thing. I mean, this is 10, 12 years ago. And I didn't train with him for quite a while, to be honest. I was in the Muay Thai. I just walked into a gym, and I was fighting Muay Thai at the time, and I kind of looked at Eddie, and I was like, what are these jiu-jitsu guys up to? You know, I didn't really, I didn't really give in right away to it. I, I, wasn't, I didn't take to it right away. And so a couple years went by while I was just, like, always telling Eddie what's up. And then finally I asked him, man, I was like, man, you mind if I jump in and, you know, get on the mat? And to be honest, I was a fish out of water, man. I didn't take to jiu-jitsu right away. You know, I was kind of more of a, a natural striker. Um, but Eddie was cool enough to let me roll, man. And then, and then since then, I, I've been with him ever since then. But um, I, I don't go to him as consistently as I used to. You know, I uh, LA. So uh, the thing about LA, like training and living in LA, is, like it's like the hotbed of gyms. You know, you've got all the best gyms and um, or, or I say all the best teachers out there. You know, if you want to go to Eddie Bravo or um, uh, Cobrinha or you know, like there's so many selections to choose from. But it's also freaking spread out. You know, I drive an hour, over an hour to the gym every day just to go to Black House. Mm -hmm. um, thankfully, I live near my Muay Thai gym. But then Eddie Bravo, Tennessee Jiu-Jitsu, is now located downtown, which is another hour drive. So I don't go as frequently as I would like. But, um, yeah, we're always cool, man. Eddie's always, like, the kind of guy I could just text him, ask him a question, always, you know, hit me back, and he's always got my back. And the Tennessee Planet fam is always fam. But I wish I could get down there a little more often. Um, to uh, touch on the thing which you said about Gunner, yeah, man, he's a, he's a strong guy on the ground. I mean, I would say he's probably, you know, uh, aside from, um, what's his name, the Brazilian guy who submitted him, uh, I can't think of his name at the moment. Damian Maya. Damian Maya. Uh, Damian Maya. Thank you. Aside from Damian Maya, Gunner's probably you know one of the second or third strongest ground guys in the division. Yeah. Um. So this will be a definitely a good test, uh, for me to to prove myself. Um. You know, all, as all around you know well rounded MMA fighter, but um. You know, my defense on the ground. Do you want to keep it standing majority of the fight? Do you feel like you're just way more comfortable there? Is that sort of just keep them Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, it. even though as much as I train everything and I get stronger things, there's just certain things that you that you instinctually go to. And and for me, it's, it's been my striking. You know, if I'm fighting a striker or a grappler, I just like to keep the fight at distance. And it's it's it's, it's a numbers game for me. It's, 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 it's keeping the fight at higher percentages that favor me. What I and, think is uh, interesting, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was going to say no, that go ahead, no, I, no. with your Muay Thai, you know, sometimes you'll see like with traditional Thai, they'll throw their punches first and then set their kicks up, but you'll just, you have mm -hmm. enough kicking speed to kick first and then punch second. And I thought that was really, really interesting yeah. in your style. I try to mix it up always, man. I try to always, I try to add elements uh, to, to my striking game, as, as like you said, I, I will punch, kick, then I will sometimes kick, and then I will kick, punch, and I'm always trying to just add an element, add a feint, add a setup to um, whatever strike I'm doing, and it's something that I think 
I imagine Gunner is probably looking into that. If I analyze myself, and if I was fighting myself and trying to break it down, I'm looking at the way that I fight, and I throw a lot of kicks. And he's looking for those openings, I assume, to uh, find a way to catch a kick or take me down or, or, or counter me off of it. And um, that's something I've been preparing for is, like, uh, bringing the kick back fast enough or putting something behind it or being ready to sprawl after it because I got going to be looking to try to take me down off of a kick. You know what's funny? Speaking of uh, both Gunnar Nelson and and Eddie Bravo, back in the day, uh, I was in Manchester. It was right after I got the title. So this was ten years ago, and I get to the wow. hotel. Wow, I get to the ten. I get to. Uh, I get to the hotel, and I was about to uh, go out to eat with Eddie and uh, Joe Rogan. So we're about to go out uh-huh. to eat, but Eddie wanted to get a sweat out. So he's rolling with some guys. And when I got there, he's rolling with a few kids, some young guys mm-hmm. in a in a hotel room. And uh, sure enough, one of these kids, and there's a picture. I seen a picture Eddie put out there on Twitter or somewhere. And one of those kids happened to be the future uh, contender over there, the future UFC star, Gunnar Nelson. How funny is that? That was 10 years ago. Man, wow. He was just some kid. I see it. And, and, you know, Eddie's, you know, having fun. And But you could definitely tell the kid wasn't bad. But Eddie's doing what he wants. I, mean, I feel uh, like I heard this story, man. I feel like <laughs> Eddie totally told me the story at some time yeah. about uh, being in a, in a hotel room and rolling with him when he was young, man. There, it, it sounds familiar <laughs> to me as well. We're going to have to tell Eddie to tweet it because there's a picture of him and Gunnar Nel- yeah. Nelson rolling. And then you see me in the background like just being an ass, making a funny <laughs> face or something. I don't know what's going <laughs> You're like on. like with a hot pocket. Yeah, I'm in a hot pocket. <laughs> well, that's when I had the belt, so I probably wasn't having a hot pocket back then. Alan, what are your thoughts on uh, the, yeah. on the welterweight division in general? You know, is there anybody that you would want next? I mean, what what do you see happening with Tyron Woodley? What are your thoughts about the division in general? I mean, I'm glad to see finally kind of like some new blood getting in there because yeah. my issue with the division for so long was um was uh, like I've been wanting a shot at a, a ranked fighter. You know, I went um three and zero last year and five out of my last six, and I still couldn't even break like this. I was ranked like twenty nine. And I was like, what the hell, man? They have, like, the, the, the 11 through 15 had guys that were in the, in the top 15 for years, and they were coming off of two and three losses. And, and it just blew my mind. that Like, why are they still – I know they're fighting tough competitors, but still, if you have three losses in a row, you don't get to te- you don't get to go from 14 to 15. You should be from 14 to 20 or something. Let some new blood in there. So it bugged me for a while, man, that, like, they would not give me an opportunity until – Finally, this is my opportunity. I'm fighting Gunner. I'm fighting a number nine guy. But that was really the biggest thing that I had against the division. Is like I felt like the, it was. Look, we we know these guys. They made their names. Um, but let some new guys in. Let these. There's a lot of uh, of of newcomers to the UFC, or not even newcomers, but new blood. I guess you would say to the top 15 that have earned their right. And you're starting to see that get in there now. Um, a lot of new names in the top 15. Um, as far as Willie, man, Woodley. Um, that fight, I don't know how you guys scored him and Wonderboy in the second one, but just at the end of the fight, seeing Wonderboy kind of busted up, um, and I'm and, and I'm friends with with Steven, um, but after seeing him busted up, I was kind of like, man, it, it would almost be weird to give him the win in this one, um, just because Willie had such a dominant last last round. But if you're scoring it uh, round per round, I don't know. Maybe Steven had the argument of winning that one, but uh, I don't know, man. We'll see what's up with Willie, man. He's he's definitely a tough competitor as a champion it's funny how the the fans don't seem to uh take to him very well and um he's he's aware of that and uh he complains about it quite a bit 
but he's definitely uh, going to be a tough champion to take out with his wrestling, uh, his new improved striking with Duke Rufus, and then and then he's just um you know he's just a big athlete. You know he's such a big guy. You know um, with big power. So yeah, he's one of those guys that's going to be tough. But um, I, I look forward to the opportunity one day to you know battle against him. Well, we know this sport's all about opportunities and. Hey, UFC Fight yeah. Pass main card, co-main event, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. You got your opportunity this weekend to make a statement with a stud like Gunnar Nelson. And we're going to be watching, mm-hmm. man, and uh, we'll be rooting for you, pal. All right? And, and listen, Thanks if you're so if, much, man. Alan, if you're ever in New York, I'd love to have you in studio. Yeah, man. No, I'd, I'd love to, man. I will uh, I'll, I'll find a way. I'll get a hold of you next time in New York, and we'll get together, man. All right, homie. Hey, best of luck this weekend, bro. Thanks so much, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Take care, take Alan. Care. Bye. Y'all take care. Later. What a nice guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, what a pleasure. What and now man? he has star potential. Well, I mean, he listen, really does. He's I, got I didn't the know Superman you, haircut. Now, is he, re- is he a legit model? Yeah, he was a model before okay. he was uh, an MMA fighter. Look at this. Look at all the knowledge you have. You know, but you know what's really cool about him, too? I think he's really well-spoken, charismatic. I think he has all the tools to to make a really good champion. Well, he's a hell of a fighter, and he's got a hell of a fighter that's going to be facing him. I'm, I'm a huge Gunnar Nelson fan. You know yeah. how I... Uh, just bleed jujitsu, and I love it. And Connor Nelson's phenomenal. But now you know it's funny. You get on this show, you talk to the other guys, and you're like, "Man, I'm a fan of Connor Nelson's. I like the way he fights." But what a nice guy this Alan Joban is, and <laughs> I'm kind of rooting for Joban now. Listen, the fight that it's going to be fun regardless. That's it's gonna what's be a fun really fight. cool, though. I think about being a real fight fan is that you're looking at everybody's like when we look at the superhero cards, and they've got like yes. their power levels. Yes. Right? Like, that's what it's like. And you look, you know, oh, what could happen here? Like, anything can happen at any moment. Who ceases to take the advantage? Well, I mean, this that is like, it basically is not, you don't want to sum it up as that, but we know where Allen wants to fight standing. We know Gunner most likely. He, not that he's, he's not shitty standing by any, by all mm-hmm. means, but he's very good on the floor. That's why I asked very him about good. his kicking because yeah. I'm like, well, okay, well, if you kick and he tries to catch those kicks and takes you down, so it's going to have to really set things up differently. At the same time, Joe Ban does have pretty good takedown defense. Yeah, uh, Listen, I can't wait for it. Uh, listen, before we get out of here, because we're going to get out of here soon. This is a long show. Oh, actually, you got here a little late, but it went... L- <laughs> listen to me. The ship has sailed. So butthurt about listen, it. Really you know, in in fairness, Phoenix, you did get here... On time, Ice Cube just happened to be early. And, yeah, you know. Ice Cube got here early. I got here from Strong Island as fast as I can. And I took care of it. Don't listen. Don't worry about it. Don't let it ruin your day. You did. Hey, I loved having you in studio. Are we done with the Logan review? We both loved it. Let's yeah. just say that. Yes. Right? Yes, we did. did oh, I yes, don't want to speak did. for you. No, I totally. Come on. I'm, huh? I, I, I was the happiest with it. I've I've been the happiest with it than I've been with majority of the X Men fil- films. Days okay. of Futures Past, I really liked. And this I really liked. I hated. I hated. Which one? Um, three. I hated three. But which one? Three was so bad but that I, they actually they made really, it sound like it didn't happen. I really piece. hated Apocalypse. Really? I, <sighs> there were some scenes during that, though, that made it worth it, like in the beginning <sighs> with those painful. mutants. I just, listen. It was painful. Marvel, it was like, Marvel gets it It was right, like though. a bikini wax for me. I was like, Ugh. Yeah? It was bad. Brazilian wax? Yeah, it was like that. <laughs> I don't like know. that for me. I can't relate to that. Because I love Storm, and they made her like weak and just like confused the whole. I'm yeah. Like, oh, fucking Psylocke was a waste. Psylocke. The females weren't strong, man. They weren't yeah. strong in that movie. Nope. You know who is strong? Who? 
X23. That's right. She was amazing. That's why I was pretty happy with Logan. Very, listen, so anybody wants to see that, me and Phoenix say zero pee breaks. You know what I heard is good, which I want to talk about? <laughs> I didn't see it yet, but I'm going to go see it. I heard that Kong Skull Island is not bad. I heard that was good too. I'm going to see that, Phoenix. Oh, I have to tell you, I watched this documentary last night. It, it was called Prison Fight. And it's like how these Muay Thai fighters get their way out of prison. They win their way out of prison by fighting. It's a it's movie? It's a crazy documentary. It a true, it's a true story? It's a true story. It's a really? true documentary, yes. Is that and on I, Netflix? Uh, it's on Showtime. All right, I'm going to try to catch that out. No, seriously, you got to check it out. Well, yeah. Maybe when you're on the train or something. Anyway, home. I'm going to be sleeping. So. All right, people. Listen, anything else? Anything you want to plug, Phoenix? Uh, In Fighting Shape podcast. You can find it all over the place. iTunes and all that good stuff. We talk about fitness. We talk about pop culture. We talk about fights. Yeah? When are you going to have me back on there? Whenever you want. All right. Whenever I'm... you can co-host with me. We'll all interview right. somebody. That'll be fun. We'll interview the Punisher. Let's hope for that. Dude, I got my fingers crossed. <laughs> Phoenix, thanks so much. Anybody in Long Island, New York, you want to do some uh, jujitsu, you want to defend yourself, learn how to at least strangle somebody, do some arm locks, right. sarahbjj.com. Other than that, Dana White looking for a fight. If you have Netflix, go watch Jim Norton's special. It just came out the right. other day. What's it called again? Mouthful of shit. Of course it is. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you, Phoenix. Later. Bye, everybody. Bye. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay.